Cassandra Fairbanks' glutton for punishment came back to the program where we are now, the Carl Higby Show. She wanted to talk about the three terrorists that were not charged, Ron DeSantis, CNN Fake News, and a ton of other stuff. So, folks, welcome back to what used to be Liberty and Cocktails, which now is the Carl Higby Show. Uh, you can get it on carlhigby.com, but you can also see it for the next 30 days on Liberty and Cocktails. Folks, uh, important guest today. She's been on the show before, Cassandra Fairbanks from the Gateway Pundit. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Thanks for coming back on. I, I guess you uh, didn't get enough the last time, so you figured you'd put up with me again. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem, no problem. Always so, down for more. Yep, so you've seen the uh, the news, which is obviously insane today. The fake news, CNN, added again. This network's credibility is going down the tube. What say you? It's it's amazing, and they're standing by it. They're, like, fighting really hard and and insisting that they're not fake news. And it's pretty pretty outstanding. It really is shocking to me. So for, the, for those of you who don't know out there, CNN has been engulfed in this huge controversy where they reported that Trump knew about the scandalous meeting with the Russians, uh, with Don Jr. to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. It turned out that, that Lanny Davis was a source, and then he wasn't a source, and then Michael Cohen knew something. and he then he, So the whole thing is, basically, this is what happens when you have these crappy anonymous sources. These anonymous sources that are un, unfounded, unbacked, like they're not backed by anything. And CNN's been relying on these to get dirt on Trump. So what has happened now is they have found themselves in the middle of this piece with the, you know, all these all these big players. And it turns out the story was massively fake, but it got such traction because the guy who uncovered the Watergate scandal on Nixon was the one who co-sponsored this. So, I mean... Have you written any pieces on this, Cass? I haven't yet, but I, I'm sure I will before it's all over. Yeah, it's, you're a big yeah, anti-establishment person. I might write about how they're doubling down. That, yeah, I am. I mean, that's crazy. So this guy, Bob Woodward, he's the guy who broke the Watergate scandal. He's standing behind this stuff, and, and CNN is saying, well, we can't damage his credibility, so we're going we're gonna to wreck our network over it. Yeah, they're... They're doubling down really hard. I mean, they're insisting that it wasn't fake news, it wasn't fake news. But then, I mean, in the actual story, they say that they couldn't get this guy on record, that he wouldn't comment, but he was their anonymous source. I know. And so the whole thing is a mess. Even if even if they did have other sources, which it doesn't appear that they do, um, the way that they presented the story in general was misleading and it's really, frankly, unethical. Yep. And so Donald Trump is completely right to be, you know calling them fake news and oh yeah and, and look he's this has been not this is not the first time that they've screwed a story up on him and this is the problem under like paragraph after paragraph i read this whole article they keep citing an anonymous source a source close to the situation it was all lanny davis right and he hasn't denied that yep yeah. and it's amazing because cnn is like the first network to point fingers to call people fake news you know they were lobbying to get Infowars banned from the internet. They're just—they're always like, I guess, you know, he who screams loudest, right? Like, Look, I, I've been, just... yeah, I've been at war with CNN since you know their reporting had forced me to resign because they, right. you know, they—they they didn't want it. They wanted to tell their side of the story and not—they didn't even want to let me respond to it. These people are such clowns. That's why SpongeBob SquarePants reruns are beating out Anderson Cooper. They're prime time hour right now. Yeah. 
absolutely. <laughs> so, well, thank you know, I, I, I expect a, a rock solid piece from you on this because I want to see you blow the lid off these these turds, and I will share I will share any article you write on it. <laughs> I'll make sure I get on it. Good deal, good deal. See, I mean, this is like common stuff. He he, you know this this veteran Carl Bernstein is now saying he's he's saying that they never lied and trump and don jr man don jr has hammered this guy i mean he's taken his three million followers and aimed that cannon right at carl bernstein this morning i don't know did you see any of his tweets this morning oh yeah his tweets were great oh, yeah. I, I think i retweeted a few of them i nice. was like yes drag him so potus he said this morning cnn is being torn apart from within the base um on their uh, being caught in a major line refusing to admit that uh, it was a mistake Sloppy Carl Bernstein. He calls the guy Sloppy Carl Bernstein. I love it. Nicknames out the yin yang. A man who lives in the past and thinks a, a degen- thinks like a degenerate fool. This is the greatest part. Of degenerate fool making up story after story is being laughed at all over the country. Fake news. This is why I want him to keep tweeting because he's talking to people like normal people like me who says, "Dude, enough is enough." I absolutely love Trump's Twitter. Like, yeah. if he ever left Twitter, I would be so sad. I would mourn. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, it's so good. Yeah. He has a way with words. <laughs> I, I love it. You know, this is, <laughs> this is so funny because Don Jr., He, you know, his cannon went off too. Comical to watch CNN covering for the leftist hack Carl Bernstein. He and Obama staffer Jim Scudio, um, Obviously got the story wrong. CNN, quote, stands by it anyway, defending literal fake news. Three reporters were fired for false CNN hit on Scaramucci, and this is far worse. And he cites the Washington Post thing. I mean, this is their network is, is dissolving. True. Yeah. I think, and they it, they deserve it. I mean, it's they're horribly sloppy. I mean, even before. Um, you know, this year, it's it's just been sloppy coverage, you know, even during the primaries, we found out that they were feeding questions, like CNN reporters were feeding questions to the Hillary Clinton camp against, you know, for the Hillary Bernie debate. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're democratic activists. This should be considered news. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I, in this, I have, I have, I'm all all about the fact that they are failing right now because they are such a vindictive network. They don't report the facts, and we're going to talk a little bit about Ron DeSantis later, but they have failed to cover many things accurately. And I, here's my prediction. I've said this before, and I'm saying it now, that I think with this AT&T merger and all this stuff, I think that eventually they're going to see the CNN, the actual network, as a liability and, and break them off and force them to be self-sustaining, which will either force them to change their reporting or be they, they will vanish. Right. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I like either great. of those options. <laughs> yeah. It would I mean, yeah, I, I personally like look, I don't w I don't wish upon anybody to lose their job or anything like that, but I do I do think that like we would be a better world if they would just go away. Yeah. I mean at the very least, being forced to be better would would be you know, something, but I'm completely cool with them going away. Yeah. There's other jobs for democratic activists out there. Oh yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. So, um, and, and this is, you know, as per Trump being annoyed at 
people doing the wrong thing. You know, I, I talked to you a little bit offline about Jim Jordan. And Jim Jordan has been leading this charge against the FBI, against the establishment. And another show I went into where all these players came from, from the IRS to the tax departments and things like that. And now they're all over at the FBI. So I want to play a quick soundbite, and I want people to, uh, to, to understand how deep this corruption is and understand how baffled and why the president is so angry and he's been on a Twitter feed. And I'll, this is the soundbite. The ranking members of your committee, uh, Mr. Nadler and Mr. Cummings, put out a late statement today. They say, we can understand why Republicans are increasingly desperate to create a distraction and undermine the Department of Justice as a hedge against what the investigators might find. Your thoughts, and then I have one more question for you before I let you go. Desperate. Rachel Maddow and, and Mr. Cummings, Mr. Nadler need to look at the facts. Comey was fired. Andy McCabe lied three times under oath, faces a criminal referral, fired. Jim Baker, chief, uh, former chief counsel, demoted and then left. Lisa Page, FBI counsel, demoted then left. Peter Strzok, deputy head of counterintelligence, demoted then left. Sally Yates, fired. Bruce Orr, demoted twice. These are the key people who ran these investigations. Tell me any other time you've seen a federal agency where that has taken place with the key people at the top who ran the Clinton investigation and who started and ran the Russian investigation. That's the biggest problem. And what we're trying to do is get the answers and the facts so that you can report them to the American people and the American people can fully understand just how bad it was at the top of the justice. So that is why, in part, that the president is that angry. Because these people don't get it. I mean, the American people have been had the wool pulled over our eyes for so long. The government's been covering up for the government. And you have all these people suddenly being fired when you have an ounce of accountability there. Cass, what do we do? I don't know, but that was the greatest mic drop ever. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> the love way that you, I love that. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's great that this is finally like coming up, coming to light. And, you know, people are realizing how corrupt all, everything is, but I don't know what can be done other than, you know, throwing a bunch of people in jail and making heads roll. I know. Well, so the, the president t- tweeted out the other day about why isn't Bruce Orr fired? That's a damn good question. Like, do you think he's passed it down the chain of command to get rid of this guy and they just haven't done it? Or, like, what's the deal? I don't know. I feel like there are, I feel like a lot of these agencies just have no loyalty to the president. They're not even just not loyal, they're actively against him. Yeah. So I think his influence might not be as good as it should be. I mean, clearly this guy should be fired. And it, yeah, the, the thing is, is like when he says something like, get rid of this guy, it should be done yesterday. When the president right. asks you, like when I was trying to get appointed to the administration, you know, I was looking at these people that were in line, the president was saying, appoint this guy, and it was going six, nine months without an appointment. Like, who's not doing their jobs? A lot of people, it seems like. It's the government. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, with that with that kind of stuff, I don't – I mean, look, the it, plain and simple, the president is cleaning house. But how many other people are sitting behind those folks ready to take their spots that don't have the president's agenda? Well, I think that those are the people who would get appointed first. I mean, obviously, the people who are anti-Trump seem to be getting in much faster. Everybody who supported Trump seems to be getting fired, getting targeted by the media. Um, You know, whenever Uh, somebody gets a job and they don't get targeted by the media, I'm like, okay, this person's probably anti-Trump. Because anybody that 
supported him or worked on the campaign, they're they're immediately like targeted and given the boot. Yeah. Or they are slow walked so that they don't get in you yeah. know, very quickly. It's, exactly. I don't know. The whole thing's corrupt. Um, oh, by the way, going back to the CNN thing, have you ever heard of the Twitter account CNN PR? It, apparently, it's the communication side of CNN. I never heard of it until today. Yeah, I saw their response. Yeah, so now the, C, the, the CNN is not only defending itself via its anchors, but they now have a PR team that has been spun onto this. And I, you know, I, I skipped over this, but I want to get to it. Make no mistake, Mr. President, CNN does not lie. We report the news, and we report when people in power tell lies. CNN stands by our reporting and our reporters. There may be many fools in this story, but Carl Bernstein is not one of them. This is literally a complete contradiction of facts. Yeah, they don't care about facts. How? (laughs) Folks, do not tune in to CNN anymore. If you're in the airport, ask to change the channel. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that, I'm pretty sure that's where most of their viewership comes from. People well, who are forced to watch it in waiting rooms. Well, you know, that's the funny thing is, you know, my, my wife works in the, the finance industry, and they're only allowed to have CNN on on the trading floor. Really? Yeah, they, they, they're only allowed to have CNN on the trading floor. They, they, she's asked to change the channel before. She's like, look, I'll take anything. I'll take the Discovery Channel. But, you know, like, you'd think they'd put Fox Business on, but they don't. The trading floor said, like, oh, we don't want controversy. CNN used to be a titan of news. I mean, they were the cutting edge. They had the latest and greatest, the best reporters all over the world. I mean, they were when I was talking to uh, someone yesterday about when Desert Storm came in, they were the only people on the ground with, like, cameras and reporting what was going on. I mean, they were the, they, it was it. They were, they were the tip of the spear, and now they're just turds. Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of jokes, so do you know Ron DeSantis from Florida? Yeah. So Ron and I have gone back, you know, a while. He's a he's a military veteran, Bronze Star guy. I love him to death. I thought he was a great congressman. He has great cowboy boots all the time. Always better than mine. (laughs) And the Hill put this title out the other day. the, The Hill is not exactly a friend of conservatives, but it says, "Watch, DeSantis." Florida voters shouldn't monkey this up by voting for a black candidate. That was the headline. There was a headline right. of, yeah, the whole, and, and they made this thing, Ron DeSantis is racist. I know Ron DeSantis, he's not racist at all. Here's what he actually said. He said, let's build off the successes we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with a huge tax increases, bankrupting the state. That's not going to work. Nothing in there is racist. Nothing. No, and they know that. Yeah. But, you know, they're taking anything they can get at this point to slander people. And it's it's transparent. And I don't think that anyone serious could possibly think that this was some kind of dig at his opponent for his race. Yeah. Like, it's a common phrase, like monkeying around. Yeah. Everybody, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're too sensitive. But I'm glad you brought up that this is a common phrase because in 2008, on September 4th, 2008, Barack Obama said Democrats have been known to monkey around with elections. In April 24th of 2017, uh, Chuck Schumer said Donald Trump threw a monkey wrench with the wall. On September 23rd of 2016. No one has ever been allowed to monkey around with our electoral system. Diane Feinstein. 
Now, why was it never racist when they said it? It's, you know, the double standard. Yeah, a total double standard in this media. It's driving me absolutely bananas. Look, I know Ron, he's not a racist guy at all. And he's they're grasping at straws because he is going to destroy this guy in the general election. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, speaking of uh, general elections, we haven't quite gotten there yet in New York, but there was a heated debate last night with uh, Andrew Cuomo. Did you see that one? Yes, I saw clips of it. <laughs> I didn't it, see the whole thing. I mean, it was it was an all-out brawl. Um, and Andrew Cuomo has doubled down on being an idiot. You know, last week, he's, or two weeks ago, he said America was never that great, and he got slaughtered in the media for that. And rightfully so, because, to be honest, like, Manhattan is pretty liberal, but the rest of New York is pretty conservative. I mean, it's far right. easier to get a hunting license in New York than it is in Connecticut. I live in Connecticut. I can't get a damn hunting license. Um, the, so he said last night that ICE is a bunch of thugs. What? Disgraceful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... These people are risking their lives every day to protect our country. Like, they should get the same amount of respect as their military, almost, you know? I agree. I mean, I hold I hold military, police officers, ICE agents included, firefighters, even EMT in such high regards. Like, when I see a cop, look, look I was a SEAL for nine years. When I see a cop, a local Greenwich cop, who the, generally the greatest crime is a cat in a tree, I buy them a cup of coffee because they are up there willing to write that blank check for my family's safety. Right. So. It's just a slap in the face, all these people. Like, for him to say that, it's absolutely disgusting. And he's been moving very far left because uh, Cynthia Nixon, obviously, is, like, a huge socialist and mm-hmm. extremely left with him. And she's been gaining momentum. So he's trying to also push himself left. But he's making a complete fool out of himself before he does it. He, he totally is. So Cynthia Nixon also, she had some good points on trains. And her and Cuomo went back at each other. We're basically like, I'm not a liar. You're a liar. No, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're not coming to my birthday party. Nah, 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 nah. They went back and forth. And um, so I started doing some digging. I started thinking like, all right, what is the background with these? And one thing that was not brought up was that Cuomo received a huge $25,000 donation from Harvey Weinstein's law firm, and then six days later, the uh, um, the investigation was quote put on hold for six months. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, pay to play, I guess. But it's, it's just like so blatant, and everything is so out there, and I know they get away with it, and it's fine. I mean, twenty five thousand dollars to that. That's the price of the investigation and integrity for Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. So if I give him twenty six thousand dollars, maybe he'll, maybe he'll reopen the investigation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, allegedly. There you go, funny. Yeah, exactly. Allegedly, it was only for twenty or for six months, but I mean, let's be honest here. Like, we all know exactly why that investigation was stopped. Yeah. So, and speaking of investigations, there's been this. I mean, everybody knows about the New Mexico thing where this. This radical Muslim kidnapped a child or kidnapped many children and brought them to a compound in New Mexico that, quite frankly, when I see the pictures, it doesn't look very much different from the compounds we saw in Iraq or Afghanistan. It was like bare bones, tires with plastic sheets over them, with no facilities. 
I mean, it looked exactly like an outpost of Al-Qaeda. Now, this new judge, uh, what is his name? Emilio Chavez. I think I said that right. He dismissed um, all the charges, all the charges against three of the five people involved in this thing. So these, and then they're like self-proclaimed extremist Muslims. These people were all directly connected to the compound. And the judge, who's a far left-leaning nut, claims that the prosecutors did not move fast enough in the case according to the state's laws. So did we just let them off? Yeah, this whole thing is really upsetting and really disgusting. And the fact that the media is not, you know, losing their minds over this is so telling. I mean, for the past few years, we've had, you know, school shootings, mass shootings, concerns about how to stop this, forced down our throats. You know, the, I mean, not forced down our throats. Obviously, we need to stop them. But, like, we've had, you know, blame for the NRA, blame for gun owners. Everybody's getting blamed in the world. And they have this actual freaking jihadi compound that's, like, training school shooters. Yeah. And it, made, it barely made a blip. And then this guy gets off, and it, nobody's outraged. It should be bipartisan outrage about this. Unbelievable. And the, the little boy that they found murdered there, he couldn't walk. He was born, um, he had injuries from not getting enough blood or oxygen when he, um, yeah. his birth. So he, he was completely disabled, couldn't walk. They find his body there. And, like, they still yeah. let these people out. It's, I mean, this guy has a warrant in Georgia because he kidnapped him from the mother. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, this whole thing is, like, I mean, leftists should be outraged by this. There's so many factors here that, like, took all their boxes, you know, outrage, and just not, not barely a word. Yeah. So these, th- this guy, um, what is his name, Siraj Wahaj, um, he is he is the son of radical imam cleric who's an unindicted co-conspirator of the 1993 World Trade Center bombing. Okay, so this is not like I'm not making this up. He he has a history of of family tie. Like it's let's be honest, like the apple never falls far from the tree on stuff like this. If you're doing a jihadi camp in New Mexico training kids to shoot up schools and your father's an unindicted co-conspirator of bombing the World Trade Center, you would think that, hey, let's connect the dots and throw some of these people in jail. Right. Yeah. The judge said that there was no credible evidence that he, that they were a danger to society or something. And I, I mean... I, oh, release them all on bail. Exploded. All on bail. Yeah. It's like, they have the means... This is, I mean, this is a slap in the face to national security. Yeah. Yeah, and then, mark my words, if one of those kids had or does go out and conducts a school shooting, guess what's going to be blamed? Not jihadis. Right. Guns. Yep. So this guy, Shiraz, uh, Shiraz Wahaj, okay, he's, you know, obviously family ties to... Terrorism. His father is, you know, this nut job guy. He keynotes conferences held by fringe groups like the the CARE Center, uh, Council on American Islamic Relations. Who, by the way, if you don't know about CARE, CARE is a terrorist group by three countries. The, you know, including the UAE. Five of their board members can't even enter the United States because they have they're on terrorist watch lists. Okay. And this guy does keynotes, the, the, the Shiraz Wahaj, Wahaj, 
his father, they share the same name. Um, his father is this guy. I mean, like the, connecting the dots here. So he also goes to like uh, ISNA, which is the Islamic Society for North America. These two entities were are are part of this Muslim Brotherhood goat rope, as I call it. Um, they're also um, Imam Wahaj, the father, was also the chief mentor of the Women's March. The co uh, with the co-founder Linda Sarsour. Everybody knows Linda Sarsour. She's like the one who wanted to put a jihad on Trump. I mean, these are not it's not like nice neighbors, you know. Right. I mean, it's, it's amazing how many people she's connected to or, like, weird connections that come up with her. Yeah, and I now mean, she's endorsing candidates around the country, too. It's like, why is nobody looking at, like, are, are you kidding me? If, if me as a Republican was endorsed by her, people would burn every connection they had to the ground to find out what's going on here. Right. Yeah. And now they find 11 kids in the desert and... Three of the five are, well, you know, they have nothing to do with, eh, let's not give them any bail. Like, let's just let them go. Like, blah, 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 blah. It's outrageous. Uh, yeah. It is, it is completely outrageous. Um, so, so, you know, something that doesn't get a lot of news, which is equally outrageous to me, is when our soldiers get killed overseas. And I ran across this the other day, and I wanted to just give some attention to this. Um, Raymond... Uh, Ryorigal Transfiguration, I believe that's how you pronounce it, Hispanic, United States Special Forces soldier, died on August 7th from an IED. Wasn't in the news, wasn't anywhere, nobody lifted a finger, nobody mentioned anything, and I just wanted to give the guy a shout out, man. Thank you for your service, and thank you for your sacrifice, and you know, my condolences to the family and friends. It's, uh, It's sad that not enough people get that kind of recognition anywhere absolutely yeah so horrible to hear that yeah i i see you know uh, an nba player gets you know checks himself into rehab and it's front page news on every network for you know every magazine and publication for you know three weeks running and then somebody gives their life who's the same age as me and you know no coverage nobody cares yeah, I don't even think I heard about that, and I'm all over. Yeah, I'm constantly reading the news. Well, that's and that's the thing is I the only reason I saw it was because I follow, um, you know, soldier organizations that that make sure people know about stuff like this, and I heard about it two days ago, and that was from August seventh. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, not as crazy as and this was all over the news this morning. This did you hear about this Uber driver who shot somebody? Yes. This is actually an awesome story, and this is a classic case of a good guy with a gun. So Uber driver was driving a woman back to wherever she requested to be driven to, and a jealous boyfriend um, followed, I guess, and Cass, you wouldn't know anything about jealous men, would you? <laughs> I know a thing or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know you know how crazy it can be. So they, they he follows, cuts this guy off, cuts off the Uber driver, and jumps out, and what the 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 dash cam shows is the guy has a cell phone, but it's dark and it's you know your back road you can't see. And the guy's like, um, uh, you know I got a pistol. You want me to f and shoot you? This is the crazy guy to the Uber driver. Now the Uber driver had just passed the police test. He was a licensed armed security guard, just carrying a gun. So he fires one shot and kills the guy, and the sheriff. And this is a classic stand-your-ground law. This is 
This is why they have stand your ground laws in Florida. Um, and that's, you know, the Trayvon Martin thing. That's what George Zimmerman got off on was the stand your ground law. So he says, the sheriff says, this is a justifiable homicide all day long. You have the right to protect yourself. Um, he added that this was the intent of the law. Here's a message for all the hotheads in the community. Don't do stuff like that. Good people carry guns and they will shoot you a lot. Graveyard dead. <laughs> well, well, welcome to the Republican part of Florida. <laughs> I read that statement and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Oh yeah, it's great. It's great. Well, hey, Cass, where can people follow you? Where can they read your pieces? How can they get in touch with you? Um, Maybe I'm become a jealous ex-boyfriend. I'm at Cassandra Rules on Twitter and then I write for thegatewaypundit.com. Awesome. Articles up on there every day. Awesome. Okay, well, we will make sure that we look for you. We'll get the uh, the link over to you so you can share us out there. But, hey, this is now The Carl Higby Show. It is no longer Liberty and Cocktails, uh, but we will continue to post. I appreciate everybody joining. You can follow me at Carl Higby or go to carlhigby.com to get all the updates. More coming back. <laughs>